this is the audio class experience. Hey everyone, welcome back to a brand new, finely tailored episode of the audio class experience. We just hit the triple deck of episodes, and this is all thanks to you guys who choose to listen to unknown weirdos like me. And for that, I appreciate you. Let's keep reaching for the stars together and uh, expand expand the, the community, the audio class community, little by little. But in order to do that, I also need uh, your help by sharing this podcast and following it in case you haven't already. Uh, that is, of course, if you find any value to it. But anyways, let's get it to today's episode. Over the past few months, as you may have noticed, stock markets around the world have experienced one of the largest and fastest declines of all time. The crisis caused by the SARS COVID-19 pandemic has shaken the foundations of the financial markets and virtually the entire world economy. To give you an idea, uh, some of the latest projections published by Morgan Stanley indicate that the economy of the United States, uh, the world's largest largest power, superpower, economic power, will face a fall in GDP during the second quarter of around 38%. According to the same analysis by Morgan Stanley, the U.S. economy will not fully recover until the end of 2021. In other words, in the best of times, it could take perhaps a year and a half, 18 months for the economy of the great American power to return to normal. And as you know, When the United States sneezes, Europe catches a cold. In the same vein, a recent report uh, by Goldman Sachs, led by Peter Oppenheimer, uh, a guy who before joining the board of directors of the American bank, was vice president and uh, chief financial officer of Apple, and he estimated that corporate profits of European companies can take up to four years to return to where they were at the beginning of 2020. According to this report, corporate profits in Europe are set to fall by no more than 45% by 2020. In other words, they will be reduced by almost half. And yes, these two reports may be among the least pessimistic of those published thus far. And it is possible, based on experience, that we... There might be some overestimations in, on the impact of the coronavirus global, uh, on global economic circuits. But it's clear that uh, this health crisis will have economic and financial consequences. On the one hand, during all this time of confinement and lockdown and restrictive measures, economic production is falling. A lot of industries and companies are closed. Many investment projects have been paralyzed and consumption is obviously contracting. Many companies are likely to go bankrupt and unemployment levels are growing faster than we've ever seen ever before. And no matter what the recovery looks like, if it's a V, a U, an L or a W shaped, whatever it is, the truth is is that at the level of companies, the coronavirus crisis is going to have winners and also losers, just like in any other kind of crisis. Because these are the moments when the best opportunities usually appear and we will see which are the companies and who are the people who make the most out of these situations. The airlines uh, are facing 
a major blow of over $250 billion. This has caused the U.S. Uh, Global Jet Index. It's an index that uh, tries to measure the evolution of aviation worldwide uh, to fall by almost 60% since mid-February of this year. A drop which is actually three times greater than that of Standard & Poor 500. Another sector that could be included among the losers is the cruise industry. Of course, with a lot more uh, fixed costs. For example, the Carnival Corporation, which is the world's largest uh, cruise company that has over owns over 100 ships right now in operation, has seen its stock plummet 80% since the beginning of this year. And that's not all. To achieve liquidity, cash to keep it alive during a time when its revenues have been reduced to zero, Carnival Corporation had to announce a capital increase of nearly 30% of its market value and issue billions of dollars of debt with coupons of up to 11.5%. The other major cruise company, the Royal Caribbean, is pretty much in the same situation. But obviously not all companies are going through such a bad time. There are companies that do not seem to actually be suffering from the crisis and may even come out stronger. We're talking about Amazon, to give an example. In fact, you yourself might be an example. Have you bought in Amazon during these days of quarantine? The history of Amazon, both at a corporate level and at the level of publicly traded shares, uh, Amazon is pretty much a success story. In the past 10 years alone, Amazon shares have appreciated by 1.340%. In other words, they have multiplied by 14. So if in March 2010, we had invested, say, 1,000 euros in Amazon shares, today we would, they would be worth more than 14,000 euros. And actually, to the general surprise, in May 2019, Berkshire Hathaway, the company led by Warren Buffett, showed a position in Amazon for the first time. Considering the multiples at which the e-commerce giant was trading, many value investors took their hands to the head. And although in an interview on CNBC, Buffett himself confessed that he had not led this position, he made the following statement. Amazon has far surpassed anything I dreamed could be done. Because if I really felt, felt it, it could have been done. I would have bought it. I had no idea it had such potential. And despite widespread declines in stock markets around the world, Amazon stocks have held up pretty well. And since their peak in, in February, these stocks have fallen by just under 8%. But... If we look at the year so far, the truth is that Amazon is one of the few stocks that remain green. So far in 2020, its shares have appreciated uh, by more than 7%. Not even a pandemic that has crippled much of the world economy has made a dent, or at least not a very noticeable dent, in the company thus far. But there are some reasons why this is so. First, According to the company's own data, Amazon's revenue growth in the first quarter of 2020 is expected to be higher than that even in the first quarter of last year. 
confinement has caused many people to increase their online purchases, either to limit their exposure to the virus or because closing down stores is the only way possible to do so. And so a lot of physical brick and mortar businesses had to move to digital as well. Let's say bakeries, for example. Bakeries, well, it's obviously a physical business that's standing and, and usually is used to receiving customers to actually physically go and travel all the way to, to, the, to the bakery. But now that's not possible. Now they're actually going digital and they're actually doing deliveries thanks to online purchases and orders. Um, and so, saying, with that being said, it's estimated that the number of members on Amazon Prime, the subscription which guarantees free and faster delivery, delivery plus additional benefits such as Prime Video, streaming content service, and all this is rebounding during the, during, during the crisis. We're talking about uh, Amazon Prime, which is a membership, a subscription, that has grown 50% in the last two years to overcome the barrier of 150 million members in early 2020. Amazon has announced that during this time, it is experiencing a significant increase in the demand for its services, something that has led to make decisions as the following. First, they'll hire 100,000 employees in the US to cope with the growth of e-commerce by COVID. And beware because electronic commerce still has a pretty long way to go. To give you an idea, online sales in the United States represent just over 11% of retail sales. Therefore, the growth margin is still very high. But where Amazon is earning the most right now is in cloud computing services for business. It's an activity in which Amazon is one of the leaders in the world, if not the leader, with a market share of more than 30%. This division, the Amazon Web Services, the AWS services, barely represents just over 12% of the company's revenues, and yet it generates almost 70% of operating profit. So this is a very profitable activity. And the coronavirus is clearly having a positive impact on this activity because companies have been forced to resort to teleworking, video conferencing, and to strengthen their digital activity. On the other hand, the confinements have also triggered the consumption of online content from spaces such as Netflix, Amazon, and even the BBC, all of them who are clients of cloud services. Microsoft, Amazon's main rival in this field, has reported that the traffic of this, these cloud services is growing strongly, especially in, in those places subject to mandatory quarantines such as Italy or my country, Spain. In Italy, uh, for example, the use of uh, some cloud services is growing above 700%. So this crisis may contribute potentially to a change in the corporate culture of many companies, making the cloud and online activities become a central pillar of their daily operations. And also with a healthy balance of $6 billion in net cash, $6 billion in net cash and many other opportunities for growth in high-margin activities, such as income derived from advertising on their platforms or Amazon services or automated purchases in physical stores that could be marketed under a license. Surely, surely, we can understand 
why the stock of this company resists so well. But not everything about Amazon is perfect. And even though it's pretty hard to, to point out something imperfect of Amazon, there is a potential problem that they may encounter in terms of finance. Although the growth potential of cloud computing remains very high, it also faces increasing competition. Now, this is obviously one of the biggest market forces because this means, for example, that there will be more pressure on prices and hence more marketing costs. A situation that could erode the margin uh, in which Amazon operates its activity, therefore reducing the generation of profits in the future. So my question to you is, what do you think? Could Amazon be a great investment for the future? Do you think it's better to wait? Do you think it's better to buy now? And that's it for today, folks. Thanks uh, for, for tuning in again. Hope you really enjoyed this episode, that you found it interesting. Make sure that you share what you learned with other people, discuss and debate. Please do follow this podcast if you haven't already. Listen to the episodes one-on-ones so that you can retain what you learned. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, LinkedIn. To be up to date with the latest content that I post. And thanks for tuning in once more with the Audio Class Experience. Hope that you have a marvelous day. Hope that you're taking care and staying safe. Following instructions in this quarantine season. And have a great day. See you. Bye.